welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushable. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of December 26, 2021. The following announcement was posted after the KCB board meeting on Monday, December 20. KCB donation to Western Kentucky Disaster Relief. In the early hours of Saturday, December 11, several horrific tornadoes struck many communities in Western Kentucky. Hundreds of homes and businesses and even roads were destroyed. Many lives were lost and people throughout the area were impacted in unimaginable ways. Individuals and ACB chapters across the country have contacted the Kentucky Council of the Blind asking what we are doing to support the relief efforts and how others can help. At its meeting on Monday, December 20, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board of Directors voted to contribute $2,000 to the disaster relief efforts in western Kentucky. Our newest chapter, the South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, is based in Bowling Green. The area sustained terrible damage from the tornado in the form of hundreds of homes, businesses, and even roads destroyed. While none of our chapter members lost their homes, they will be impacted by the devastation throughout the community, and the recovery effort will take a long time. KCB will direct our donations specifically to Bowling Green through the Salvation Army. For more information on how you can participate with us or to make a tax-deductible contribution to KCB for this specific purpose, please call us at 502-895-4598. All contributions will be acknowledged and 100% of every donation will go to the disaster relief. Thanks in advance for your generosity. The Kentucky Council of the Blind has received a supply of 2022 oversized wall calendars that are perfect for keeping up with appointments, upcoming calls, meetings, and much more. The calendars are provided by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club and are available upon request free of charge to anyone who needs them. These calendars are also available from the Kentucky Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. To request your large print calendar from KCB, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. And feel free to tell others you know who have low vision about the calendars so they can request one for themselves as well. 2022 Scholarships, Time to Apply Applications are now being accepted for ACB's 2022 scholarships to be presented in July at the 61st ACB Conference and Convention in Omaha, Nebraska. Entering freshmen, undergraduate and graduate students, and vocational school students are invited to apply. Applications can be submitted online until Monday, February 14, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. For more information, please contact Nancy Christine in the ACB Minneapolis office at 
332-3242 or visit www.acb.org for more information. The Council of Citizens with Low Vision, CCLVI, awards three Fred Scheigert scholarships each year to academically eligible college students with low vision. The application period opens January 1 and closes March 15. For current application guidelines, visit https colon slash slash cclvi dot info slash Scheigert. S-C-H-E-I-G-E-R-T. The following events will be held on the KCB Zoom line. Join them using your computer, cell phone, or landline by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 862-9889-6972. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to help us welcome in the new year at Roundabout on Friday, December 31, from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Come chat with friends, play some trivia, and share your hopes, plans, and goals for 2022. The first ACB Families Meeting of the Year will be on Sunday, January 2, at 9 p.m. Eastern. This will be a business meeting and a time for planning for the new year. All are welcome. KCCLV, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, will hold its next call on Wednesday, January 5 at 8 p.m. and will include a business meeting in the call. Of course, tips and questions about living with low vision will also be welcome, open to everyone who would like to attend. The first Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout of 2022 will be on Friday, January 7, and the topic will be sports. Let's talk about teams, memories, rivalries, broadcasters, trivia, and best of all, your personal experiences, anything sports-related. 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB's Bowling Green Chapter, holds its social hour each Wednesday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, on Zoom. Their Zoom number is 669-900-6833, and the code is 763-689-4411. Come roar with ACB Lions. All Lions and those interested in Lionism have an opportunity to learn about what ACB Lions is working on and share what our local clubs are doing. Sponsored by ACB Lions, the first meeting of the year is Thursday, January 6 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Join the Zoom call from your computer, landline, or cell phone by calling 312-626-6799 and entering the code 842-3825-0700. The passcode, should you need it, is 172616. Joe Hodge, Software Quality Assurance Analyst at the American Printing House for the Blind, Paul Ferrara, APH Communications Accessibility Editor, and Betsy Huggins, 
APH engagement and training specialist, discussed a wide range of APH products and services at KCB's 2021 conference and convention, and they also took questions from the audience. Find out what's happening at the Printing House on page 2. The 2021 Christmas with the Council Party, sponsored by the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, on December 3, was very well attended and was filled with fun. We wrap up the holiday season on page 3 with a few clips from the party. You'll hear a version of The Gift of the Magi, compiled by Terry Turlow and presented by the Tri-State Library users. Participants are Mary Hopp from Louisiana, Marisa Musmik from Michigan, and Terry Turlow, Carla Rushevel, and Byron and Christy Sykes from Louisville. And the holidays wouldn't be complete without a visit from Santa. Let's find out what was on the list that Santa received from this year's Christmas with the Council party. You can listen to the latest issue of Sound Prince anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, from any landline or cell phone. Just dial the KCB information line at 773-572-6318 and choose option 2 from the main menu. Please note that Sound Prince has moved from option 9 to option 2 on the information line menu. Here is a new schedule listing the times when Sound Prince is heard on ACB Media 1. Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Mondays 8 a.m. Eastern, Tuesdays 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday 4 a.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern, Thursday 10 p.m. Eastern, and Friday 1 a.m., 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern. Here are a couple of tips for listening to ACB Media on Alexa and from your telephone. From Alexa, ask her to open ACB Media. Say the number of the stream you want to hear when prompted for the channel number. Note that the skill does not work on first-generation echoes. However, if you wish to listen to a specific channel on ACB Radio and you do have an old first-generation device, you can still do so by using the old ACB Radio channel names. For example, to listen to sound prints on ACB Media 1, formerly ACB Radio Mainstream, just say ACB Radio Mainstream on TuneIn. If you want to listen to Treasure Trove, ACB's old-time radio channel, which is now ACB Media 3, just say on your old device, listen to ACB Radio Treasure Trove from TuneIn. If you want to listen to ACB Media on your phone, you can dial 518-906-1820 and choose the option you wish to hear from the menu. We always welcome your comments and suggestions for future editions of Soundprints. Give us a call at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. We'd like to know the speakers you'd like to hear, the topics in which you are interested, or any other comments that you have about the show. Thanks for listening to Soundprints.
page two. I'm Joey Couch, um, member of the uh, board of directors for the Kentucky Council of the Vine. We actually have got uh, our very own APH, American Printing House for the Vine folks with us. Uh, got quite a few of them. I don't know how uh, you all actually want to do this, but we would like to welcome you to the uh, Kentucky Council of Vine Conference and Convention. And because, um, I mean, APH covers so many different sections and aspects of the uh, the blindness community in general, it's uh, sort of hard to pinpoint them down because they've taken on more over the past uh, couple of years or so. So uh, I'm not sure whether Joe or any of the others, whichever you would like to take first. I will turn. I will jump in and take the lead. My name's Betsy Ann Huggins, and I'm with the American Printing House. So thanks so much for having us. Glad you could be here. All right. Yeah, we've got uh, 30 minutes with uh, your audience. We just want to thank the Kentucky Council of the Blind and the Convention of 2021 for allowing us to be here with you to talk about all the amazing products and services available through your American Printing House. While the American Printing House is not only nationwide but international, it's in many of your backyards. So we have lots to share with you from some of our high-tech products to ways you can come visit us here in Louisville, Kentucky. We're excited uh, to have the opportunity to speak with you this afternoon. While COVID has kept us from being able to travel, it has given us the opportunity to present virtually to groups across the country. Uh, so thank you for taking the time today uh, to, to spend a little bit more time getting to know APH, even if you've uh, experienced APH products and services in the past, I'm sure you'll hear about something new and exciting uh, to get involved with. I have shared a, doc, a document with Carla Rucheval, um of all of the links that we're going to be talking about today. It's uh, too much to ask you guys to write down those links, so we'll share that document later, uh, and you can find more on our website, APH.org. So first things first, we'll do, uh, I'll just uh, introduce myself. My name's Betsy Ann Huggins. I'm the Engagement and Training Specialist here at the American Printing House. Uh, if you've seen some of our Access Academy webinars, you might be familiar with the sound of my voice or that of my colleague Paul Ferrara and Joe Hodge. They'll introduce themselves in just a second um, as they share some information with you. Uh, so let's actually turn it over to Joe Hodge. He's going to share with us some of our newest Braille devices. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Um, exciting. Uh, like Betsy Ann said, wish we were in person. Uh, but uh, the virtual thing is kind of the way of life at this moment. Uh, so I'm here today. Uh, my name is Joe Hodge, and I'm in Global Innovation, so I'm a technology product manager. So I'm going to share with you two Braille display offerings that we have. Uh, I'm going to start with the Mantis Q40. So this is our device that is a 40-cell Braille display. It has a QWERTY keyboard. So the reason that I've kind of liked this over the actually when we when we first were putting out these two devices, I kind of favored the Chameleon because I was walking into work every day and it was very easy to carry. But the more I've been at home, the Mantis has been a lifesaver. So, um, the, so I'm going to kind of describe it to you first, and then we'll get into what the Mantis offers, and then switch over to the Chameleon. So the Mantis, looking at the left hand side of it. I'm going to start there, is a USB-A port. That is to plug in thumb drives. 
there's a power button and a USB-C port, which you can use to charge or connect to your computer. On the back of it is an SD card slot. The right-hand side is completely bare, and the front of it has the traditional humanware for thumb keys and a circle home button in the middle. And we'll go over this home button when I get into the chameleon a little bit more. Uh, on the top, you have the 40 braille cells with cursor routing keys, and then you have the QWERTY keyboard. The QWERTY keyboard is kind of unique in that we did a lot of testing here at APH to find the right keyboard for this. Um, we actually sat down with dozens of keyboards and we got lots of user feedback. It was a, a really fun experience. So the, um, the, the thing I like about the keyboard um, for JAWS users, NVDA users, uh, it has a bump on the F4, F8, and F12 keys. So you screen reader users are going to understand when I say when I say this that it's very easy to get to like your links list or to get to those things that use those function keys because you have those bumps. So you don't have to count, you don't have to sort of guess or even worry about hand placement per se. If you're in a hurry, you can just easily find these. Um, the um, Mantis is a um, it, it does have Bluetooth and it has Wi-Fi in it. And I'm going to go over a little of the software when I get to the Chameleon because they are actually the same. So we'll get a little bit in the specs when I jump over there. So why would you want the Mantis? So I'm going to be talking about two Braille displays. And I think it's very, um, you know, the question might be in your mind is, what do I choose? And I think you have to look at what what is your lifestyle like? So are you primarily using a computer to interact with documents, or are you using more of a mobile phone and on the go? Um, and that could be, the, the Mantis is, is portable. We do have a travel case with it and everything. Uh, it's still, it, you know, it fits in the slot where my laptop would go, but, you know, if I'm on the go and I'm maybe wanting to use a Braille display in a cab or, or as travel picks up, you know, on a plane, I may gravitate more to a 20 cell. So it it's all kind of depends on the user and, and what they want. Let's go ahead and shift over to the Chameleon real quick. The Chameleon is a 20-cell Braille display. On the left-hand side, this is going to sound uh, familiar, we have the USB-A jack for thumb drives, we have the power button, and we have a USB-C jack for plugging it in and charging and also connecting it to the computer. On the back, we have an SD card slot. Now, here's the new thing. On the right-hand side, it actually has a headphone jack and two volume keys. We are going to be launching text-to-speech very soon for the Chameleon, uh, and that's what this is going to utilize. So text-to-speech is going to work in the software of the Chameleon, so things like the editor library, you can use speech and Braille at the same time. Um, and on the front, we have the same four thumb keys we have uh, and, and the home button. So on the top of the display, we have the 20 cells, the cursor routing keys, and then we have the Braille keyboard. So real quick, just kind of giving you an idea what's on the Mantis and the Chameleon um, as far as things you can do in local mode, which is on the device itself. We have an editor. We have a terminal, which is where you connect to your screen readers, uh, either through USB-C or Bluetooth. You can connect to five Bluetooth devices at one time and one USB-C. We have a library, which is where all your books or newspaper articles are going to be stored. We have a four-function calculator, so basically, you know, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, 
we have a file manager where you can copy and paste files over uh, from an SD card to the hard drive. Both devices come with 16 gig of storage. We have online services. So we actually offer Bookshare and NFB Newsline on this. So you can actually download um, the newspaper or a book uh, to take on the go and be completely independent from your phone or from a computer source. And then we have the settings menu, uh, which is where you can control different things like Braille profiles. So let's say you buy this and you have a, a partner or spouse. You can share this between the two of you if you both read Braille. Uh, you could set up, you could actually set two different profiles. So when each of you take over the device, it could be how you prefer it. And then real quickly, going over some new features, we, we keep adding to these devices about every few months, actually. So as I mentioned, text-to-speech is going to be coming soon to the Chameleon. Uh, but things that are already here. Uh, so one thing we added that I think is really neat, we have a, we're calling it the terminal clipboard. And this is for the Mantis only. But what it allows you to do is actually copy uh, text from, let's say, the editor. Uh, so you write a note, and you want to get that over to your iPhone. You can copy that text, and then you connect to your iPhone, and you can paste it in the Notes app or you know, whatever document you want to write it in. So it allows you to basically, in essence, and you can do this from any connected device, so a computer, iPhone, um, you, you, there's no limits here. But um, ultimately what you can do is write something locally and then transfer it over to your hosted device. We have... On the Chameleon, only we have a one-handed mode now. That was a requested feature, uh, so we added that. Uh, I believe that came out last month. Uh, for both devices, we added a global clipboard. So previously, you weren't able to copy things from the library to the editor. You can now do that. And then we added the ability to set bookmarks in the editor. So you can actually add 98 bookmarks in the editor, and you can sort of come back and... and uh, uh, so say you're writing a big document and you want to easily jump between bookmarks and get to different places, you can you can do that. And finally, uh, well, actually, we have two more. Uh, we have PDF support. So we actually support text uh, PDFs. Um, and then my favorite feature that we added recently is the ability to do quick notes. So let's say you're out and about and someone gives you a phone number. You can just do a quick command on both of these devices. You can write that phone number in and uh, move along. It's, you don't have to wait. Yeah, or go to create a document and all that stuff. So uh, for these devices, the retail, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the prices real fast. Uh, the Mantis retails for $2,495, and the Chameleon is $1,595. And these are both also available on the federal quota system as well. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Paul Ferrara to uh, speak to you guys uh, a little bit about APH and some offerings that we have. All right. Thanks, everybody. So, yeah, yes, my name is Paul Ferrara. My title at APH is Communications Accessibility Editor. Uh, rather than trying to understand all of that, um, the accessibility part is, is really the most important part of all of that, doing a lot of accessibility testing and checking. If you have heard our webinars or our podcast, you may have heard me just as Betsy Ann said, uh, usually for certain webinars, get the webinar started and ha have done a segment on the podcast. And I'll talk about that here in a moment, but um, I can't help but mention one thing about Mantis and Chameleon that is, it may be obvious to you, but if not, 
Both of them uh, are able to be connected to Wi-Fi, which is, of course, how you're going to download your books and all those things. And that's also how you're going to get your updates. So if you have a device now and it hasn't been updated in a while, please make sure to get it on Wi-Fi or download the file and update that device so that you can get all those new features that come out as they come out. You don't want to miss out on those. So uh, get them on Wi-Fi or get those files as they come out. We let you know uh, when the new files come out. We give you the release notes, all the things that you've just heard about. You want TTS on Chameleon, make sure your Chameleon is on Wi-Fi, and you'll get a notification when that update is available. So let's talk about some things that are um, maybe things that you can take advantage of if you're local, first of all. If you haven't done this, I strongly encourage you to take a museum tour. Uh, if you're local, uh, we have tours Monday through Thursday. We have two drop-in drop in tours at 10 and 2, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Monday through Thursday. Uh, every other Friday, the production area is closed, and part of the tour is to see that area. So you can get an idea of what it's like you know, manufacturing braille materials, what's involved, all the different things. And you really want to see that. That's an important part of the tour. Uh, so Monday through Thursday, uh, 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. Uh, tours are limited to 10 people at the moment. So if you have a bigger group, uh, let's say you have seven or eight people and you don't want to take the chance of having not everybody get into the drop-in tour, or 10 or 2 doesn't fit your schedule, um, you, you can can do uh, a self-guided tour if you just want to go at your own pace, or you can have your own group tour scheduled. And you would get the same benefit, except you know it would just be for your group. Like I said, 10 or less. Uh, if you're going to have more than that, then you probably want to schedule a couple of different group tours. Uh, but right now we are limited to... 10 um, and you have flexibility to pick the time if it's going to be a tour it doesn't matter if it's a school group a church group just some friends getting together whatever but one way or the other I, I definitely suggest you do that if you want to go at your own pace and just do a self-guided tour by all means you're welcome to do that as well uh, doesn't matter if you're if you're just passing through and you want to partake in that by all means feel free to do that but if you're local I'll schedule that uh, just give us a call and we can definitely get you into a tour let's talk about our podcast for a moment it's called change makers and it is really involving all sorts of different things sometimes it'll be dealing with products sometimes it'll be dealing with historical issues or concerns related to the field of blindness, maybe new things that are coming out, special observances, events, uh, celebrations, whatever's going on in the field of blindness, we try to cover that on our podcast. Generally, it is out on every other Thursday. Now, this next week being Thanksgiving, it won't be coming out on Thursday. It'll be coming out the day before that. So Wednesday of this next week will be the next drop of an episode and then every other Thursday after that. 
Uh, we've got, I want to say it's 30 plus episodes now. I didn't check the number, but I think we're, we're at that point. And some of the things that are involved are very much APH related, but some not necessarily so. So uh, we have quite a bit of things that are covered on that podcast. Uh, feel free to check it out. It's very good. And um, a lot of different things covered on it. Um, one of the things that happens on occasion, and it's a it's not a regular feature, it just depends on when we can get them set up. I have a feature it's called Partners with Paul, and we try to interview companies that are making products with us. Uh, maybe they are someone like Humanware that's helped us with making the braille displays. Uh, Vespero, um, who, who has obviously made products with us. Maybe it's not products you know as much about or you don't know the companies that have made them, but we try to cover them. It's about a five- to seven-minute segment where we interview people from those companies. You get to hear about the company, the product that they have made with us, but also maybe products that they make that are not necessarily APH products. And we give you the idea so you can know really who they are, what they do, what they're involved in, and uh, you never know from podcast to podcast if we're going to have one of those segments on there. It's basically a short uh, opportunity for you to get information about those companies, uh, and, and it may or may not include a product that we are involved in, but it's a, it's a great way to get some information about them. Uh, we have featured folks from APH as well who talk to us about products. Um, some products maybe are made by other folks, and we've done things to change them. Uh, there's a number of those that are related to coding and whatnot. And so maybe we'll feature something like that and talk about that series of products. But um, check that podcast out. Next episode is coming out on Wednesday. And finally, I wanted to talk to you about our webinars. Now, there are different groups of webinars. Uh, most of them fall under what's called Access Academy, and those could cover a whole range of products. The so low-tech, high-tech, could be new products, could be tried and, to, and true favorites that you know about. Uh, maybe it's a way for you to learn a new way to use a product. We've got a series on Mantis and Chameleon and different magnifiers. Uh, but these webinars are, uh, we've been very pleased with, with how well they've been received. Uh, we send out emails telling you what the new ones are that are coming up. Uh, we have a list of those on our website. Uh, you'll be getting links to that as you, um, as you get that document. But there are all sorts of subjects that are covered. Uh, we also have something called Partner Showcase. And that is very specific to a partner that has worked on a product with us, and we'll cover that product. But we may also cover products that they make that, again, don't have anything to do with APH necessarily. But it's a way for you to hear about what else that company is doing. Uh, so they get to showcase their work and their efforts that way and we're definitely happy to showcase them and let you hear about what they're doing uh, and those schedules as new webinars are added 
uh, you'll hear about them. Uh, common ones, uh, quite a number of ones on JAWS. We've done some on ZoomText, Infusion, Mantis, Chameleon, our different low vision products, but then many different things as well that have to do with other topics, accessibility um, and other things. And some of those end up in our uh, learning management system called the Hive, where if you're interested in getting credits for taking courses, you can check that out. Most of them also end up on our YouTube channel. And that is a great place to look for webinars. Maybe you want more information about Mantis or Chameleon or some of the other things that we've, we've talked about, Braille Blaster, our embossers. Uh, or you could just check out the whole YouTube channel and just see things you may have missed. And it's it's a really great way to find out what we've talked about, what we've done, and all of those things. Um, if, you, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel and select all notifications, you'll be notified when we put up a new video. Whether it's a webinar or it's just a video about a product, uh, that's a great way to, to know about what's going on and what we're talking about there as well. Uh, so that covers a lot of, of information I wanted to get to. I wanted to toss it back to Betsy Ann for some final thoughts though, before we take questions. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Paul, for telling us all about those great services um, provided by APH. Uh, we have one more that we wanted to tell you about, and that's the Connect Center. The Connect Center used to be called Connect Direct, and it was once a part of the American Federation of the Blind. Uh, it's been housed at APH for a number of years, and it has grown exponentially during that time. So to reach the Connect Center, you can always drop a line at connectcenter at aph.org or call a toll-free number uh, to find resources and services in your area. Um, there are several divisions, or what we call hubs, within the Connect Center. The first uh, is Career Connect. That is a really great resource for job seekers. There's a nationwide job board there with listings of open jobs, as well as tips, tricks, and techniques on perfecting your resume, nailing the interview, um, it's a really great compendium of resources. Next up is Vision Aware. This is a website tailored to uh, older folks who are losing their vision. Um, it's a great supportive network of uh, not only folks who are experiencing the same transition, but also um, collects a lot of really great resources. Similar is Family Connect. That's for parents and family of youngsters. Uh, an, another great resource with very valuable information about products and services and an ability to get to know people um, in this community. Uh, one of our newest hubs is the APH Transition Hub. Uh, this is a spinoff of the Career Connect Center that really focuses on that all-too-important transition from high school into college, career, or whatever comes next for our students. Um, lots of great resources, again, um, and valuable tools for students to think about what they're hoping to accomplish after high school. So that's the Connect Center. You can connect really at any time. They're adding customer service agents pretty much around the clock to cover even folks who are out on the West Coast. Before we leave, we did want to let you know about one low vision product. 
That's the Juno. It's our one of our newest products. It's a seven inch magnifier with a touch screen. Uh, and the the coolest thing about it is it's OCR, optical character recognition, which is the ability to read aloud using text to speech. It's got a great barrel camera that can flip from distance view all the way 180 degrees back to self view and many different settings in between. So it's great for a student who's reading a book, an adult who might be doing a handicraft like knitting or crochet or filling out a crossword puzzle. Um, really fantastic new product from APH. We wanted to make sure we had time for questions. So I'm going to stop talking now and say thank you uh, on behalf of myself, Joe, and Paul for having us here today. We'd love to hear any questions from the audience about any of the products or services we've talked about today. Or if you've got another burning question, we can either answer it for you or put you in touch with someone who can. Phone number beginning with 301, um, ending in 145, you may unmute. Yes, I missed the name of the podcast that the gentleman gave earlier from APH. Oh, yeah, thank you. The podcast is called Change Makers. Okay, thank you. Sure. And yes, that's important to point out there are actually two Change Maker podcasts. Uh, you'll know that you found the correct one. It says APH Change Makers. So they're available wherever you get your podcast. I get mine from the Google uh, from the Google Podcast, but anywhere apps are you, the podcast apps you can find uh, APH Change Makers. Thank you for that question, Debbie. You can unmute. Do you have the Insight calendars uh, this year, and can you? come in to APH and pick those up if you order them ahead of time? They are available now. I would say if you're going to order, I don't know if you normally call in orders or how you do that, um, you you may just want to set that up with customer service so that they know you can pick them up. I don't know if, if normally you just have walked in in the past and done that, but I would say if you want to place an order, I would just call in put your order in, and then they could probably have those calendars at the front desk for you. Yeah, there's a little gift shop within APH, but I think you're right, Paul. Um, I haven't seen anybody working there, so I, it would be best probably to call ahead if you'd like to come pick one up or order online. Uh, our, the 2022 calendar is now available. So thank you for that question. Um, no, we really do not have any more hands. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, if you think of anything, you can always contact APH through our website. We have a contact portal. Uh, if you submit your name in that contact portal, you will be signed up to receive our monthly newsletter. We promise we won't spam you all the time, but you will receive a really compact list of news, not only from APH, but from the field. And you can have any questions asked uh, through that portal. So. I encourage you guys to go to the website. I do think that Carla Rucheval has her hand up. I wanted to ask, Betsy Ann, can you uh, tell us, uh, is it possible for groups to submit information to be included in the Connect sites? Years ago when the American Foundation for the Blind did it, you know, we could submit information, but there really wasn't a lot of direction on how 
we should do that or formats or anything. Have you all worked on that part of the site yet? So what I know um, for the Connect Center is they do have a Connect calendar that people are able to add events to. As for adding information, that's an interesting question. I don't know if there's a way to directly add information to the Connect Center if it's not in the form of an event. So, Carly, you've got my email. If you want to email me, I can get you in touch with someone from the Connect Center who can help with that question. Okay, great. Thank you. No problem. All right. Well, I do thank you all for your uh, presentation. Thank you for your time. Of Greatly course. appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Page three. How about we hear from um, the other group that I'm quite partial to, which is the Tri-State Library users. Terry Turlaw has organized a reading of um, The Gift of the Magi, so I'm very interested to um, hear how this will be. Yeah. So, Terry? Those of us who are in this play, we all need to unmute, and there are five of us. I think what I'll do is say, I know we're a little short on time, but we want to give this full justice because people have done a lot of wonderful work. We have three narrators. Narrator one, would you speak up and say your name? Christy Sykes. Thank you. Narrator two, would you speak up and say your name? Carla Rushable. Narrator three, I'm Terry Turlaw. Then we have Della. Would you speak, uh, unmute and say your name, Della? Mary Hop. Right. And we have Jim. Jim, would you unmute and say your, your name? I'm Jim. Uh, no, actually, I'm Byron. <laughs> Thank you, Byron. And then we have Madame Zafroni. Would you unmute and say your name? Marisa Musemich. Yes. And so, now that you've all heard our voices, um, the, as we do this play, just recall there are three narrators. And with no further ado, let's take it away. Gift of the Magi. Gift of the Magi, adapted from the short story written by O. Henry. Della stands in the living room of a small apartment by a window. $1.87. That is all I have, and 60 cents of it is in pennies. I save these pennies one at a time by arguing prices with the vegetable man and the butcher, bargaining down their prices so much that my cheeks flame when I think how stingy and cheap they must think me. Tomorrow will be Christmas, and I only have $1.87 to buy a present for Jim. My Jim, I want to get him something nice, something worthy of him, and I can't, not with only $1.87. Suddenly, Della whirls from the window and stands before the mirror. She pulls down her long hair. It falls about her, rippling and shining like a cascade of brown waters. It reaches below her knee and makes itself almost a garment for her. And then she does it up again nervously, very quickly. She puts on her hat and coat and hurries out the door and to the street. Della stops by a dingy building with a sign that reads, Madame Safoni, hair goods of all kinds. 
Della runs one flight up and collects herself, panting. Madam Sofroni, will you buy my hair? I buy hair. Take off that hat and let me have a look at what kind of hair you got. Madam Sofroni lifts Della's massive hair with a practiced hand. Twenty dollars. Give it to me quick. Oh, and the next two hours trip by on rosy wings. Della ransacks the stores for Jim's present. She finds it at last, a lovely platinum fob chain. As soon as she sees it, she knows it must be Jim's. It is like him, quietness and value. Back at home, Della gets out her curling irons and goes to work repairing the ravages made by her generosity and love. Within 40 minutes, her head is covered with tiny, close-lying curls. If Jim doesn't kill me before he takes a second look at me, he'll say I look like a Coney Island chorus girl. But what could I do? Oh, what could I do with a dollar and 87 cents? At 7 o'clock, the coffee is ready and the frying pan is on the back of the stove, hot and ready to cook the chops. Please, God, make him think I am still pretty. Jim enters, looking thin and very serious. He stops inside the door and stares at Della with an expression that she cannot read, and it terrifies her. It is not anger, nor surprise, nor disapproval nor horror, nor any of the emotions that she had been prepared for. He simply stares at her fixedly with that peculiar expression on his face. Jim, darling, don't look at me that way. I had my hair cut off and sold because I couldn't have lived through Christmas without giving you a present. It'll grow out again. You won't mind, will you? I just had to do it. My hair grows awfully fast. Let's say Merry Christmas and be happy. You don't know what a nice, what a beautiful, nice gift I've got for you. Jim speaks laboriously as if he had not determined the obvious fact that she had cut off her hair even after his hardest mental labor. You've cut off your hair? Cut it off and sold it. Don't you like me just as well anyhow? I'm me without my hair, ain't I? Jim looks about the room curiously in a puzzled way. You say your hair is gone? You don't need to look for it. It's sold, I tell you. Sold and gone, too. It's Christmas Eve, boy. Be good to me, for it went for you. Maybe the hairs of my head were numbered, but nobody could ever count my love for you. Can I put the chops on, Jim? Jim comes quickly out of his trance. He enfolds his Della in his arms, and they stand so for a long, loving embrace. After a time, he steps back, takes a package from his overcoat pocket, and throws it on the table. Don't make any mistake, Dell, about me. I don't think there's anything in the way of a haircut or a shave or a shampoo that could make me like my girl any less. But if you unwrap that package, you may see why you had me going a while at first. Della's white and nimble fingers tear at the string and paper. Oh, the combs! Oh! 
the beautiful and very expensive combs that Della had worshipped in a Broadway window, pure tortoise shell with jeweled rims, just the shade of her beautiful vanished hair, the combs her heart yearned for without the least hope of ever having them. These combs are now hers, but her hair is gone. She hugs the combs tightly to herself and smiles up into Jim's eyes. After a moment, she holds Jim's beautiful present out to him eagerly upon her open palm. The precious metal seems to flash with a reflection of her bright and ardent spirit. Isn't it a dandy, Jim? I've hunted all over town to find it. You'll have to look at the time a hundred times a day now. Give me your watch. I want to see how it looks on it. Instead of obeying, Jim tumbles down on the couch and puts his hands under the back of his head and smiles. Dell, let's put our Christmas presents away and keep them a while. They're too nice to use just at present. I sold the watch to get the money to buy your combs. And now suppose you put the chops on. The Magi, as you know, were wise men wonderfully wise men, who brought gifts to the babe in the manger. They invented the art of giving Christmas presents. And I have just related to you the uneventful chronicle of two foolish children who most unwisely sacrificed for each other the greatest treasures of their houses. But in a last word to the wise of these days, let it be said that of all who give gifts, these two were the wisest. Of all who give and receive gifts, such as they are the wisest. Everywhere, they are the wisest. They are the magi. The end. Terry, um, are you able to play Deanna's recording to help welcome our special guests? Tonight at your all's Christmas party, I want to welcome you into my home tonight. Instead of me coming to you, you all get to come to me. And that's very different, I guess. It's another year of this virus and stuff that we have going on. So you guys can come to my house. And uh, we have a lot going on here, too. I was listening in on your activities that you were talking about, all those Christmas cookies and different traditions and things around Christmas time. And, of course, we have lots of Christmas activities and traditions here at the North Pole. One of the things that we like to do, of course, we have tons of candy canes. So everything okay. around here that we can do with candy canes, we try to make it into just about anything you could possibly think of. And so even the reindeers get into the candy canes. 
And so sometimes we have to watch that. Too many candy canes is not good for the reindeers, you know. Mrs. Claus is always working on some different cookies and stuff for me, and sometimes she comes up with some pretty unusual ones. But she always has me fattened up right in time for Christmas and right in time to uh, make my traditional ride to bring all the good boys and girls toys as I do and have been doing for a long, long time. You know, I don't even, not even sure how many years I've been doing that. But uh, after a while, you lose count. But I still enjoy it. I do it every year, and the elves are hard at work. I wish I was a little bit closer to them uh, where you guys could hear them, but we're just not able to do that at this moment. Otherwise, I would certainly let you hear all the hustle and bustle that's going on in the toy-making area. But uh, the workshop is busy. And, of course, our electronics area is getting bigger and bigger every year. And we uh, always have tons and tons of new electronics that's coming out. It used to be wooden dolls and toy trains and things like that. Now it's Xboxes and Playstations and all kinds of gadgets. Uh, everybody wants phones, so we're working with those companies as well to make sure we get their phones. And so it's it's a different time. Santa has seen a lot of things change over the years. And uh, as you would imagine, the uh, electronics are certainly bigger now than they've ever been. So I bet there's some people that want to talk to Santa, and I would love to hear what you all have on your list of things because I can just about guarantee we have probably made a couple quadrillion of them. The Selm family, you can go ahead and unmute and talk to Santa. All right. Okay, bear with us. We've been practicing. Okay, so say hi, Santa. Hi, Santa. Tell Santa what you want. Her name is Charlotte, Santa. Hello, Charlotte. How are you, Charlotte? Okay, tell Santa, tell Santa, you want a robot. What else do you want for Christmas? I want a robot. A robot? A robot. Okay, what else do you want? You want to go on the floor? Okay, go to the floor. Okay, she wants to go to the floor, so I guess we're done now. <laughs> well, you know, Amazon just came out with their brand new robot, and I've been helping them in the creation of that, and that has been very popular this year. So I don't know what type of robot is she wanting there. <laughs> well, I think she just wants one that she can play with, but I want one that does more than... This vacuum is my house. I want it to do top to bottom cleaning in my house. <laughs> and picks up the toys and it puts them away. Because, <laughs> you know. Wouldn't they, that be nice? <laughs> well, I will see what I can do to bring a robot. I guarantee we have plenty of them back here that do all sorts of things. So I will see what I can do to bring a robot. All right. Thank you, Santa. Say bye be sure you. to leave me out some cookies. You know, Santa loves his cookies on Christmas Eve. And we'll leave carrots for the reindeers because those candy Absolutely. good. That would be wonderful. Brentley would like to talk to Santa. Santa. Hello there, Brentley. How are you? Good. What do you want for Christmas this year? Um, I do buy. Oh, yes. There's a traditional present. Lots of boys like their bikes. And I want a real train. A train? All right. Yeah. And I want a 
toy telephone? All right, we can do that. And I want um, a family picture. Sounds good. <laughs> and I want... Um, And I want a lamp with, with me on it. <laughs> you a lamp like... with you on it? Yeah. <laughs> now that's what I call a personal present right there. And I want... I don't know. Maybe your list. Maybe your are um, I want a charger. My own charger. Kind of are you charger. talking about a charger for an electronic device, or are you talking about a Dodge charger? A Dodge charger. There you go. If you're going to wish, wish big. That's the way Santa Claus does it. And I want some candy. And I want, I want, <laughs> and I'm going to raise you some cookies and some milk and, and some carrots for the right Sounds here. great. That's exactly what I... You know, one of the things that Santa enjoys the most is those cookies. And I don't know and who pie. eats more, whether I and eat pie. more or the reindeers. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see you on Christmas Eve. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. It was awesome to be here with you all, too. Merry Christmas and ho, ho, ho. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.